Hey there, teacher friend. I'm Tanya, and I'm your host here on the Literacy Treasures podcast, where you can pack your instructional toolkit one literacy tool at a time. For over 20 years, I researched and gathered tools, mini lessons, strategies, and books for my literacy instruction. All of those became my little treasures. My literacy treasure chest was full of instructional tools and strategies for teaching my students to become better readers and writers. I'm here to share my literacy treasures with you because I'm dedicated to making your busy teacher life easier. Welcome to the Literacy Treasures Podcast. Let's add another tool to your literacy instruction toolkit. Test scores aren't the complete picture of a reader and writer. And standardized testing scores should not define a student's growth and progress in literacy. Let's face it. Some kids aren't going to receive the score they want to receive on a standardized test. Students should see their growth without that test score clouding their vision. Within the education world, the word data can be so blinding. However, as like-minded teaching professionals, we all know it's important to profile readers. Assessing a reader's progress and tracking their growth means getting to know the readers. And readers need to get to know the kind of reader they are. I hear you. What do you mean, get to know my readers? I already know my readers. They're in my classroom. Well, you probably already have the data for you and your readers to see. You just have to find it and assemble it all together. Create a reader profile. Readers need to see where they have been and how far they have come. Okay, just what is a reader profile? It could be a one-pager snapshot of all your readers. It could be an individual profile to address each reader's specific needs. Whatever it is, creating a reader profile paints a visual picture of each reader that documents how they grow and evolve throughout a school year. Profiling a reader doesn't have to take large amounts of time. Profiling a reader simply means gathering a few artifacts about the reader and assembling some quick notes. This can be done any time throughout a school year. Actually, it's an ongoing process. Think about the different kinds of artifacts that can give you the information you need to profile the kinds of readers you have. This could mean how the reader responds and reacts to text within stop and jots or longer written responses. It could mean any reading interest surveys your readers have completed or reflections they've had about their own reading progress. It could mean notes that you have about how they engage during independent reading or during book talks and discussions about books. It could be any conferring notes you've taken about the reader. It could mean any tracking charts that show reading level and progress made over time. It definitely means any running records you have conducted formal or informal to show reading strengths and areas of difficulty or concern. When you have all that data gathered in one place, you can easily make informed decisions about your readers. Why not put it all in one place like a student literacy assessment portfolio? 
or a literacy assessment portfolio or student literacy folders or literacy portfolios or student literacy portfolios, whatever your school district calls it, it's all the same. It's a place to collect reading and writing student artifacts to review and track progress of a student's literacy growth. Okay, you've got the data gathered. Now what? Help your readers see their own reading profile to drive the goals they set for themselves as a reader. Once you've built a reader's profile, you get the privilege of sharing with your reader all of the success and reading progress made up to that point. Then you get to guide your reader into setting a new goal based on all that work in progress. Literacy portfolios and walks through student reading work should not be conducted alone and filed away in a file cabinet. Readers need to see their successes and struggles. Readers need to reflect and think aloud about their reading work up to that point. Readers will see what they can accomplish when they reflect on the reading work they have done to set new goals. Readers need to determine what they are doing as readers and the kind of readers they want to become. When they take part in the reflection and goal setting, they are more empowered to work towards showing progress to move closer to the reader vision they have made for themselves. So I hear you asking, just how do I set up a reasonable goal with my readers? I have a few simple steps for you. First step, have readers browse through their readers' notebooks and or literacy portfolios to review all the work they've done so far. They need to ask themselves what they notice about their reading work and what they are wondering about what they can do as a reader to improve. Have them jot a few notes down about what they notice. Second step, have a conversation with your reader about how they see themselves as a reader right now. Ask these questions. What kind of reader do you want to become? How do you think you can become that reader? And what would you need to do to become that kind of reader? Third step, share your vision of the reader. Share what kind of reader you think the reader can become and then ask, how are our visions the same and how are they different? Fourth step, based on the conversations, determine a reasonable goal to help the reader move closer to the reader they want to become. Think about what they noticed, what they want to accomplish, and the visions of the future reader. Choose one goal to work on right now. Some re readers may want to work on reading volume or stamina. Other readers may want to work on reading between the lines. Others may want to work on noticing characters. It doesn't matter. It's all about what the reader wants to focus on for the next few weeks. Next step, step five, write the goal. Use a stem like I will blank by blank. Simple, such as I will read for longer periods of time by tracking the number of minutes I actually read during independent reading using a bar graph. Or when I lose track of a character, 
I will go back and reread to gather information about the character's actions, behaviors, and inner thoughts. After you write the goal together, move on step six. Work together to determine small actions the reader can take to achieve the goal. So you ask these questions. How are you going to meet your goal? What steps are you going to take in the next few weeks? What will you have to do to meet your goal? Write those little steps down for easy access, like inside the reader's notebook. Step seven, easy. Review the goal and the action plan together. Put a copy in the student's literacy portfolio and have the reader place a copy of it in their reader's notebook. Step eight, another easy one. Return to the goal in about four weeks to review and reflect. Determine new action steps to take to meet the goal or celebrate the goal achievement and set a new goal. That's it. Follow those eight steps for setting goals with your readers. This helps to facilitate that process for you and your readers. If you just want to see a little more about creating reader profiles and getting to know your readers, take a look at the blog post I've linked in the episode notes. That's all for today. I hope today's literacy treasure tip finds a place in your instructional toolkit to help you and your readers move forward. Until next time.